You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Our devotion to Jesus must be much more than our devotion to our family. Learn more in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Tayo po yung magpapatuloy sa ating series na I Wish Jesus Didn't Say That. Sinumunan po natin yung I Wish Jesus Didn't Say That at ang una pong sinabi ni Jesus, Love Your Enemies. Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, Love Your Enemies. Yan. Kaya hindi niya masabi, siguro ikaw pa rin yung enemy niya hanggang ngayon. Okay? God, God's will is for us to love one another and that includes our enemies. And uh, mahirap intindihin paano bang mamahalin, bakit po kailangan mahalin yung isang taong nakaargabyado sa akin o nakasakit sa akin. Pero nasimula nating maintindihan nung malaman natin that we used to be enemies of God because of our sins. And yet Christ demonstrated His love towards His enemies and that's us. He died on the cross for our sins. So, Christ Himself demonstrated what loving enemies is actually all about. At pangalawang linggo po, pinag-usapan natin about selling your possessions. Kaya po sinabi yun sa isang rich young ruler, dahil sabi niya, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Binanggit ni Jesus yung limang commandment out of ten. Sabi niya, nagawa ko lang lahat yan. Okay? Tapos sabi niya, there's one thing that you lack. Sell your possessions and distribute it to the poor. Bigla siyang nagulat. Pero actually, hindi naman ganun kalitiral ang ibig sabihin ng Panginoon. Ipinapakita lang ni Lord sa kanya na yung kulang niya ay yung Lordship ni Jesus sa kanyang buhay. Dahil at that particular point, ang kanyang Panginoon ay yung kanyang pera. Okay? Kaya sabi ni Jesus sa kanya, Sige, kung talagang nagawa mo nang ang lahat, sell your possessions, give it to the poor. Ang lalaki po ito yung nalungkot, siya umalis, at di na ho ng service. So, kasi mahal niya yung kanyang pera, higit pa sa pagiging Panginoon ni Jesus. Yun yung sinasabi ni Jesus na kulang mo, hindi talaga ako ang Panginoon ng iyong puso. Okay. Now, ngayon po, isang another controversial atin po pag-uusapan. Mas mabigat po ito. Hate your family. Sabi mo, hate your family. Parang hirap sabihin, ano? Ano nga kaya ang ibig sabihin niyan? It's a mystery for us. At uh, I'm pretty sure kaya marami sa inyo ay narito ngayon dahil talagang naintriga kayo diyan Tama ba? Okay, hate your family. Ano man pong ibig sabihin yan, eh maintindihan po natin mamaya. But alam po ninyo, ang Christianismo ay dapat nating maunawaan sa ganitong konteksto. Christianity is not a bed of process. It is the life of God in man. Kakaiba po sa religion, ang religion is man's attempt to reach out to God. Christianity is not a bed of process, Okay. It's not a playground, it is actually a battleground. Now, you have to remember na sa kaisipan mo man ngayon, nasa isipan mo, Christianity is a bed of process, eh, para maging kumpleto, wag mong alisin yung tinik. Because, as Christians, there are really price that we need to pay as a believer of the Lord. Okay? Ang tunay na Christianismo ay ang pagabot ng Diyos sa tao. Dahil wala tayong kakayanan na abutin ng Diyos. Kaya sa pamamagitan ni Yesu Kristo ang Diyos ang siyang umabot sa atin. Now, Christianity is like lordship. It demands our obedience. Dahil, ang sarap na maging Kristiyano, but being a Christian is not just being saved. It's not just experiencing answered prayer. Christianity is not just about experiencing the healing, experience the changed life. All of those things are good. But there is a price that we need to pay as a believer of the Lord. Because if we claim that we are believers of God and Jesus Christ is our Lord, there must be proof to it. There must be manifestation and the good works that we have manifest who Christ is in our lives. 
ito po ay nagpapatunay lamang kung talagang tayo ay Kristiyano o hindi. It's not that we fake our good works, kundi yung good works natin is a product of Christ's Lordship in our lives. We just have to be aware, we just have to be willing to be changed by God and experience the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Dahil ang pagiging Panginoon ni Kristo sa buhay natin, kung totoo, ito ay sigurado at sigurado kong mamumunga sa buhay ng bawat isa sa atin. At sa atin pong pamumunga, may mga bagay tayong sasabing yes kay Lord, meron din tayong mga bagay na sasabing no sa enemy. Okay? Dahil bahagi yun ng presyo na ating binabayaran. We used to live a life of sin, but now we said yes to God, we have to say no to sin. Amen. Yun po ang pagiging buhay kristyano. It's not all convenience. It's not all comfort. There are costs that we need to pay. Now, ito po yung ating pag-uusapan sa araw na ito sa atin pong teksto na mababasahin at inayahan ko pong lahat kayo na tumayo. Basahin po natin ang salita ng Panginoon dito sa Luke 14, beginning verse 25 up to 33. Now, great crowds accompanied him and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to encounter another king in war will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. Verse 33, So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Tayo pong lahat ay manalangin. Panginoon, samahan mo po kami sa araw na ito and give us wisdom and enlightenment, Lord God, to your word at may apply po namin din ito ng tama sa aming buhay. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, this we pray. Amen. Maka po tayong lahat. Pag-usapan po natin what lordship really means. First point is love God above family. Second is love God above self. And third is love God despite the cost or the cross that we carry. Okay, unahin po natin yung love God above family. And that is the essence and the meaning of Luke chapter 14, verse 26. Sabi sa ating binasa kanina, if anyone comes to me and does not hate, then he started mentioning members of the family. Now, parang sa ating kaisipan, nung una natin itong marinig, umabasa, parang nakakagulat, hindi ho ba? Ibig sabihin mo, kamumuhian ko ang pamilya ko para ako ay maging disipulon ng Panginoon. Kaya po yan po ipag-aaralan natin sa oras na ito para maliwanagan natin kung ano bang klase ng pananalita ang ginamit ni Jesus. Now, tandaan po ninyo, sa mga pagkakataon, and there were so many people following Jesus Christ. And you know what? Ano ang motibo nila? Because they just would like miracles from Jesus. They saw Him how He raised people from the dead. They saw Him how He healed the blind men, the lame walk, those who were sick, got healed. So they were following Jesus because their motives, they would like something from Him. Lumalapit sila kay Jesus at nagiging tagasunod si Jesus, hindi dahil sa kung sino si Jesus sa kanilang buhay, kundi sumusunod sila dahil mayroong kailangan sila. 
kay Jesus. And I pray tayo pong naririto, hindi tayo dumadalo lamang dito sa service nito dahil may kailangan lang tayo sa Panginoon. Totoo po, lahat tayo may kailangan sa Diyos. But I pray na hindi yun ang number one motivation natin. That's why we call it worship service. Because we are here, because first and foremost, we do worship God in spirit and in truth. We are after God Himself, not just on the things that we can get from Him. Amen. Nung when I was still young in the Lord, hindi ko makuha yun eh. When the pastor was saying, we have to worship God for who He is, not because of what we can get, hindi ko magets. Sabi ko, hey, tingnan ko yung mananalangin naman, ang laman lang ng prayer ko, laging paghingi eh. Kaya ngayon, Panginoon, Panginoon, pahinginoon na na later on eh. Di ho ba, pag magpipray tayo, kadalasan ang content ng prayer natin, may hinihingi ka sa Panginoon. Tama ho ba? Kaya nga para sa iba, yung mag-worship, parang struggle eh. Kasi kumakanta ka, nakataas ang iyong kamay, wala ka namang hinihingi. But you are just worshiping Him and praising Him. But actually, that is the right kind of worship. Then when you come in the presence of God, you are just after God Himself, not of the things that you can get from Him. Amen. Sa relasyon nga ho ng mag-asawa eh. eh kung yung asawa hong babae is pinakasalan lang kayo mga asawang lalaki at sabi kasi pinakasalan kita kasi marami kang pera eh. Anong mararamdaman nyo? Eh parang masakit yun, di ba? Kala ko minahal mo ako dahil, dahil sa ako. Di ba? Kung alam ba asawa ko sabihin sa akin, alam mo mahal kita dahil sa marami kang pera. Masa, actually, di naman ako masasaktan kasi wala naman akong pera. <laughs> Kaya inisip ko na, minahal siguro asawa ko dahil siguro guwapo ko. But to be honest, may, su- may sagot dito. Sweetan, huwag ka lang sumagot. Ako na lang. Ako na lang. Okay. okay. So tayo, narito tayo para mahalin ng Diyos at sambahin siya. Amen. Pastor, hindi ba daw may obligasyon ng Diyos sa atin? O hindi nyo kailangan-kailangan paalala yun sa Diyos. Because God knows it 24 hours a day, He is actually blessing us. Amen. The mere fact that you are still alive and kicking, God has already blessed you with life. So, tayo po, lumalapit sa Diyos for who He is, not because of anything that we can get from Him. Now, doon po sa word na ginamit sa salitang hate, talaga pong literal ang ginamit. Miseo, lang ibig sabihin, hate, detest, abhor. Does it mean, Pastor, yun talaga ang ibig sabihin ni Jesus? Yes, yun ang ibig sabihin niya. Pero ang tanong doon, yun ba yung kanyang intensyon? Now, listen to me very carefully. Nung sinabi ni Jesus na hate your family, as I said, ang context to maraming sumusunod siya kanya dahil may gusto lang sa kanya, hindi dahil gusto siya talagang maging Panginoon. So, ginamit niya yung salitang ito to get their attention. Siyempre, kung marinig mo nga naman isang bagay na unfamiliar sa iyo, ano sabi ni Jesus? Hate your family? Oh, So, the tendency of other people is to really get out and don't follow Him anymore. But Christ would like to send a message in the strongest possible way. He would like to relate to them a truth that they need for them to understand what really Lordship is all about. Si Jesus ay nagtuturo ng Lordship. Now, Dapat po ninyong maintindihan na kapag ka nag-i-interpret kayo ng Bible, you don't take one passage of the Bible and isolate it from all other verses of the Bible. You have the obligation as, as Bible reader, as Bible interpreter, that once you read a particular passage, 
to make sure that you will interpret it in such a way that it will not be in conflict with other verses in the Bible. Amen. Kailangan hindi dapat nagko-contradict sa ibang verses ng Bible. Halimbawa, sa Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, sabi rin, Honor your father and your mother. Kung i-interpretin nyo yung verse na sinabing, Hate your family, tapos babasahin mo Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, parang, teka muna, teka muna. If I'm going to interpret it in this way, as literal as this, then I would be in conflict in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Amen. Kasi sabi dyan, Honor your father and your mother. Remember that God is a relational God. He values our relationship with Him and His relationship with us. And God values our relationship to one another. And your relationship with your household, with your family. Why? Because that's the nature of God. How come now, as if Christ appears to be going against His nature? If God values relationship, why is it that Jesus is saying now, hate your family? Yun ba talaga yung ibig sabihin ng Panginoon doon? That will push us to think even more. Magkiisip ka ng malalim. Hindi ito ang ibig sabihin eh. Kasi magkukonflict dito sa Exodus chapter 20 verse 12 eh. Adyan po kayo. Now another, 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 8. If anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. This is a verse that talks about valuing our relationship and even caring for members of our household. Now, how come Jesus said, hate your family to be my disciple? So again, hindi yung talagang ibig niyang sabihin kasi magiging in conflict with this passage. God values family members and He would like us to love one another. Amen. Now, Parang maintindihan nyo nung lubusan, let me just give you an example. Sino huri ito sa inyo ang may aso? Taas ng kamay. Hindi ko sinasabing mukhang aso, tinatapo ko, sino yung may aso? Taas mo kamay. Mahal na ba ninyo yung aso ninyo? Ako, mahal ko po yung aso ko. Pangalan ko, Jonathan, ang pangalan ng aso ko ay David. Ayan. Ah. Kami, madalas, yung, uh, madalas ko siyang hinahaplos, naglalaro, kaming dalawa ay laging magkasama. Okay. May lahing po yung aso ko eh. Lahing pikutin. <laughs> ano bang lahing? Chow-chow. Oh, ganun yung lahing niya. Basta mahal ko siya. <laughs> Alam ko mahal niyo yung mga aso niyo, tama? Pag nagkasunog ko ba, ililigtas niyo? Sigurado kayo? Oo. Sigurado kayo? Okay, tignan natin kung yes pa rin ang sagot niyo sa pangalawang tanong ko. Okay. Kung yung aso niyo, dahil mahal niyo siya, sabi niyo, ililigtas niyo pagka nagkasunog. Now, halimbawa, Nagkaroon nga bigla ang sunog, mabilis. Isa lang ang pwede mong iligtas. Yung anak mo, yung aso mo. Ha? Sino ang ililigtas? Ha? I would be very irrelevant for me to keep on asking you kung anong ililigtas nyo because common sense dictates na yung anak ang ililigtas. Tama ba? Dali naman yan. Dali-dali naman. So, of course, yung anak ko. Buti sana kung asawa ko. <laughs> Ay, dede, sweetheart, sweetheart, ililigtas kita. <laughs> wala nang usap-usapan, walang second thought. Andyan po ba kayo? Bigla naman may sumabog ang kinakalang ay magkatabi yung anak mo at saka yung aso mo. Sino ililigtas mo eh? Alam nyo, common sense na kahit isang dang aso pa yan, wala akong pakialam kung kahit na gaano ko sila kamahal, ililigtas ko yung anak ko. Tama po ba? 
Na kung ililigtas niyo yung aso niyo kaysa anak niyo, may problema sa inyo. <laughs> Nothing compares. Amen. Walang magsasabi, Pastor, mas mahal ko yung aso ko kaysa ro sa anak ko. Ang aso, pwede kang bumili kahit ilan. Ay, Pastor, pwede naman kami mag-anak kahit ilan. <laughs> Pero kahit na, anak mo yun eh, galing sa'yo yung tao yun. Nothing compares. Tama po ba? So, ang ibig sabihin ba na inuna mo yung anak mo, iniligtas mo, does it mean galit ka doon sa aso mo? Hindi, di ba? But if I'm going to put it extreme, comparing my love for my, for example, for my child and for the dog, I can say, hate my dog and I love my child. Amen. Kasi nothing compares. Ang layo ng comparison. Same thing goes with our relationship with God, with our love for God. I love God first and foremost more than anyone else. Nothing compares. God is number one for me and other things follows. That's exactly what that verse really means. Ang ibig sabihin po mga kapatid, pinapagkumpara lang ni Jesus. Ibang klase yung statement na ginamit niya para kunin yung attention ng mga tao. But actually, totoo naman yung sinasabi niya. Compared to our love for God, hindi natin ipagpapalit ang Diyos sa pamilya natin. Amen. Sinasabi natin, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. Alam nyo, ang Diyos po'y hindi naman sa nangangulogan naging tagasunod ka ni Jesus. Kasi sometimes people are taking this so literal. Kaya naiinis sila sa Bible. Because they have a wrong interpretation of the Bible. They said, magiging follower kay Jesus, kamumuhiyan ko yung family ko. Now, sino sa inyo rito ang kinamumuhiyan nyo na pamilya nyo dahil naborn naging kayo? Meron ba? I don't think so. Mas lalo pa nga nating namamahal at pinaparalangin yung pamilya natin eh. Amen. It's just a matter of comparing kung sinong mas mahal mo, ang Diyos ba o ang pamilya mo. Ginamit lang po yung salitang hate para ipakita yung disparity na nothing compares. Like pagmamahal mo sa anak mo, pagmamahal mo sa aso mo, hindi ka na kinakailangan tanungin kung anong mas mahal mo yung aso mo o yung anak mo. We love God more than anyone else. And by loving God and putting Him the first place in our lives, everything is being put in order. Why? Because He is the author of life. God Himself is the source and He is the author of life. I am pretty sure you know this man, Billy Graham. He's a super evangelist, really. In his life, meron siyang kursada na gaganapin sa Alabama. And yung asawa niya sa kasalukan yun ay naglilabor. Alam niyo yung naglilabor? Yung May 1. Labor day yun. Yung naglilabor. Mga nganak na, yun. Mga nganak na. Pupunta siya sa crusade. Sabi ng wife niya, pinigilan siya. Sabi niya, pwede bang uh, wag ka nang umalis kasi mga nganak na ako. Sabi ni Billy Graham, hindi po pwede. Tumuloy pa rin siya. Iniwan niya yung kasawa. Hanggang sa nanganak nang wala siya. Yun ba ang ibig sabihin ng verse natin? Hindi yun. Kay Billy Graham, yung kanyang autobiography, sinasabi doon, isa yun sa mga mistakes na nagawa ni Billy Graham. That's not what hating family na sinasabi sa verse natin kanina, hindi yun ang example. Actually, opposite nga yun eh. Because if you love God, you will love your wife. Amen. And you will be there at the situation that you are needed the most. Now, 
meron pa sang isang krusada na it would take eight weeks ng meetings. And on the eighth week, dumating yung kanyang sister-in-law at saka yung kanyang brother-in-law. May dalang bata. So nakita niya ngayon, natuwa siya sa bata, sabi niya, ang ganda-ganda naman ng bata na yan. Tapos nagulat yung mag-asawa, sabi nila, Billy, anak mo to. <laughs> this is your daughter. And nagulat si Billy Graham, sarili niya anak, hindi niya kilala. Sometimes we don't know how to separate our relationship with God and ministry. Magkaiba yun. You can afford to lose your ministry, but you cannot afford to lose your relationship with God. Because first and foremost, He is number one in your life. Yun po yung bagay na tinutukoy ko, yun ang ibig sabihin ng Lordship. Lordship means He is number one in your life. Ministry is different. Sometimes others are confusing people. They thought that loving the ministry is the same as our loving for God. It should be God first, family, and then our ministry. Now, kung si Billy Graham nakagawa ng ganong pagkakamali, we also have the tendency of committing the same mistake. Kasi akala natin yung ministry natin, minsan yun ang Diyos natin. Hindi po. Akala kasi yung iba yung ministry, ang Diyos eh, hindi po. Relationship with God is different. Now, if we are to really define, ano bang ibig sabihin nung, ni Jesus nung sinasabi niyang hate your family, then you can be my disciple. Jesus contrasting our allegiance to Him in the strongest possible way. God is number one. Can you say that with me? God is number one. With regards to our love, loyalty, devotion, and obedience. Everything and everything else is just next to Him. Kasi nga, hindi mo pwedeng ikumpara ang pagmamahal sa Diyos sa pagmamahal mo sa family mo. Magkaiba ho yun eh. Certainly, laging number one si Lord sa buhay natin. Now, there is this question in Matthew 22, verse 36 to 38. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. In NIV, greatest commandment. So there's a reason why this is the first commandment because God said so. He's the author of life. He's the source of life. He's our creator. So Matthew chapter 10, verse 37, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Ito talaga yung ibig sabihin ng verse na yun na binasa ho natin. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Amen. Gets nyo na ba? Kaya sinabi, ginamit yung salitang hate, Jesus is putting and contrasting it in the best possible way para maintindihan ng tao na ang pagmamahal sa Diyos ay higit kaysa sa ano pa mang bagay o kahit kanino pa man tao. Amen? Now, number two point is love God above self. Doon sa binasa nating verse 26 kanina, it says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Kanina, loved ones lang or family. Now, sarili mo ng buhay. Own life. Sa atin po bilang mga Kristiyano, nung ibinigay natin itong buhay natin sa Panginoon, when we surrender this life to Jesus, it doesn't mean we lose our lives already. Katunayan, hindi naman ho natin nawala yung buhay. Nag-suicide ba tayo? Hindi naman, di ba? It doesn't mean that when you receive Christ and you surrendered your life, it doesn't mean you will commit suicide for Him. That's not the meaning of that. 
it only means God will give meaning to your life. God will give color to your life. He's going to fulfill the purpose that He has for you. Tatanggalin lang ng Panginoon yung mga kasalanan kinaroroonan natin, yung masasamang pag-uugali natin, minsan yung mga bagay na ini-enjoy natin sa buhay natin. Naniniwala ba kayo na ang Kristiyanismo ay may presyong binabayaran? Hindi kayo makakibo. Parang ayaw nyo na magbayad. Do you believe that you have a cost to pay? Pag sinabing buhay, ibig sabihin yung mga pangarap mo sa buhay, yung aspirations mo, your dreams in life, I'm pretty sure may mga pangarap kayo. Meron ko ba kayong pangarap? Huwag lang muna kayong mangarap ng gising ngayon. Ano po? Kalooban ng Diyos na tayo ay mangarap. Just like me before, mayroon akong mataas na pangarap. I came from a poor family, kaya nung pag-graduate ka ng kuleyo, I said to myself, I would like to be rich. I don't like poverty anymore. I'd like to work and I would like to have the best job. And praise God, God gave me my first job and I entered in a one particular pharmaceutical company. Out of 300 applicants, only 50 got accepted and I was part of that. And out of 35, nasala pa yon, naging 35 na lang yung nakuha. At ang inam ng beneficyo, hindi ako magsisimula sa minimum, mataas kagad yung sweldo ko. May 13-month, 14-month, may 15-month pay, mayroon pang mid-year bonus. So, tuwan-tuwa ako, wow, walang katulad nito. Tapos, every month, meron kang bigas, ang sakong bigas. Every month, meron ka rin dalawang latang gatas. Pag bumili ka ng gamot sa kanila, at cost, murang-mura. Pagkatapos, meron pa akong transportation allowance, at pag pinakain ko yung doktor sa labas, i-reimburse ko pa yung alaga na aming kinain. Pag kayo ba nagkaroon ng ganong trabaho, hindi kayo matutuwa? Hindi nga kayo natutuwa? Ako, natutuwa na ako nun. Okay. Remember, ako'y nagsimula, yun, that was my first job, bagong graduate. Wala akong experience sa ganong trabaho. Okay? The kinanggap ako, tuwan-tuwan na, I said, I'm going to build my career in this company. This is it. I'm going to stay in this camp dahil magan, malaking korporasyon and I was put in the best division. Kasi maraming division yung isang pharmaceutical uh, company na yun. Nailagay ako sa pinaka-best division. Tawang-tawa ako. Sabi ko, dito ko na, i-build yung karir ko, i-build ko yung dreams ko rito. Uunlad ako dito kasi nakita ko yung mga sumusunod sa akin, mauunlad na yung buhay nila. Then when I was walking suddenly, I heard a still voice and God asked me, how about if I'll take your job away from you? Will you surrender that? Ako, hindi ako nakakibo. Paano kung kunin ko yung anak yung trabaho mo? Hindi ako nakakibo. Isang gabi rin ako hindi nakatulog. Pinag-isipan ko, sabi ko, ano yung narinig ko? At that time, I was, I think, 21 or 22 years old. Nag-full-time na ako, 27. Wala akong, hindi <laughs> ko pangarap na maging pastor. Katunayan na ayoko magpastor dahil naaawa ako doon sa pastor namin. Tignan makikita ko, laging butas yung barong. Paano ko mag-motivate magpastor? <laughs> Ayoko na lang magpastor, kawawa eh. Tapos putput na putput na yung sapatos kasi kalalakan, walang pamasahe. Tapos kala nasahin ko magpastor, galing ng araw sa hirap. Sabi, dito ko na ibibigyo ko. When God spoke to me and I heard that, hindi ako makibo. Tawag ko, Lord, pag kinuha mo to parang kinuha mo na yung buhay ko. But you know what? Dumating nga yung sandali that at the age of 27, God called me to be in the full-time ministry, being a pastor. 
and my memory sent me back to the time when God asked me, kung kunin ko yung trabaho mo, will you give it? Biglang bumalik sa akin, yun ang ibig sabihin nun. And you know what? Maaring sabihin ninyo, pinanghihinayang ano mo pa, pastor, yung, mga, yung dati mong buhay. Maaring panghinayangan kung hindi best yung nakakuha ko. But you know what? Dahil pinili ko si Lord, I should say, hindi ako dapat manghinayang at hindi ako nanghihinayang dahil mas mainam ang natanggap ko kaysa sa nabagay na nawala sa buhay ko. Amen. Before, for me, it was a big sacrifice but that, because that's the only thing that I could see at that particular moment. I had no eye view of the future. But that's, that's faith. That's trusting God, making the first step and saying yes and let others do the next step. That's what really lordship is all about. You are willing, even your own life, you are willing to surrender it before God. I know many of you, you have your own aspirations and dreams. I'm not saying you give up those dreams. You just continue dreaming for God. I always say this whenever I counsel young people. There's nothing wrong about having dreams. Hawakan mo yan sa kamay mo, pero wag mo masyadong higpitan. Kasi pagkakinuha ni Lord, mag-aaway kayo. Kasi ayaw mo nang bitawan eh. Samantalang kustong kunin ni Lord dahil may ipapalit pala siyang iba. And I'm, just, I'm not just actually referring to being in the ministry, no? Bihira ho yung may calling sa ministry. You may have your dreams today, you may have your plans. Hold it in your hand, but don't hold it too closely and too tight because time will come that God may have something better for you and He would like to give it and put it into your hands. But you can't. Why? Because you hold it too tight. Wag mong hawakan ng gusto. Wag mong pakahigpita ng hawak mo. Dahil hindi yan ang Diyos mo. Ang Diyos mo ay si Kristo pa rin. At God knows the best for you. Si Paul, ganito rin yung klase ng statement na ginamit niya. Certainly, Paul's life has value. Siya ay dating pariseyo. He was, he was so influential. But this is the way he put it into words. But I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Certainly, Paul's life has value. But compared to what God has prepared for him, therefore, walang ang value yun. Because God has a better life prepared by God for him. In Luke chapter 22, verse 42, Jesus himself experienced Surrendering everything to God. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. May mga pagkakataon po sa buhay natin na dapat dumating po tayo dyan. Dahil minsan yung gusto natin, iba sa gusto ni Lord. Madaling sumunod sa gusto ng kalooban ng Diyos. Kung yung kalooban ng Diyos, kalooban mo rin. Paano kung yung kalooban ng Diyos ay iba sa gusto mong mangyari sa buhay mo? Minsan ang ayaw nating bitawan. Christ himself experienced this, but he recognized the Father in his life. So nagawa niya yung panalangin. Darating sa sandali ng buhay natin, iba't ibang kalagayan natin, pero may mga sandaling darating sa buhay natin, nagagawin din natin ang panalangin ito. Mamimili ka ang kalooban ng Diyos o ang kalooban mo. One time I was counseling, medyo matagal na po ito, isa po siyang, uh, isang babae siya na may boyfriend siya. Sabi niya, 
Pastor, ito po kasi natuklasan ko itong boyfriend ko, mayroong ibang, may ibang gusto, may, may ibang girlfriend, hindi lang pala ako nag-iisa. Sabi ko, on the first place, you are a believer and he is an unbeliever. Sabi ko, how, how come that you chose him? Yun na nga, pastor, yung mali ko eh. So, what do you intend to do? Intend ko pong hiwalayan siya, pero masakit po para sa akin, para hindi ko kaya. <laughs> kasi, pastor, nasa huling biyahe na ako, may 30 na ako. Hindi ko mamasin. Sabi niya, Pastor, baka wala na akong makuhang iba. Sabi ko, you know what? If you make that kind of sacrifice, I do believe God will provide one for you. Someone that's even better than Him. Umalis po siya na umiiyak. Hindi ko alam kung sinunod niya yung payo ko. But later on, I found out na yun ang ginawa niya. Lumapit siya sa akin after the service. Sabi niya, Pastor, hiniwalayan ko na po. Ako na po ikakapit sa Panginoon. Mga ilang linggo rin po nakikita ko siya medyo matamlay may lungkot sa kanyang mga mata at karang kaibigat ng kanyang dinadala. <laughs> but later on, after a few months, bumalik ko sa akin. Sabi niya, Pastor, si brother ganito po, nangliligaw po sa akin. <laughs> Abayak ako, yan na, yan na, yan na, yan sagot ni Lord sa'yo. And you know what? Ako pa ho ang nagkasal sa kanila hanggang sa sila ay magkaroon ng pamilya at siya po ay masayang masaya. At sila ay laging magkasama. <laughs> So you see, God knows what is best for us more than we know it. Amen? Okay, pangatis, love God despite the cost, despite the cross that we carry. In verse 27, it says, Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. You know what? The basic thing that we pay in our service to God, in our faith in God, pumupunta kayo dito, namamasahe kayo, tama ho ba? Magbabayad kayong tol, makikipag-agawa ka pa ng parking. Maraming struggles minsan. Minsan bago ka pumunta rito, inaway ka pa ng isang ng nanay mo, inaway ka ng mahal mo sa buhay. But you still carry the cross dahil bahagi yun ng ating pagsunod sa ating Panginoon. May mga presyong binabayaran. Minsan pagka nawala na ng upuan, nakatayo ka na lang dyan, ngawit na ngawit ka, tulad yung mga nakatayo dyan sa likod. Ngawit na ngawit na ngawit, hindi lang ako nagsasalita yan. But they know that's part of the sacrifices that they offer to God. Yun po ang ibig sabihin ng krus. Pakalawa yung mga bagay na humahad lang sa atin, pero ayaw nating pahad lang. Meron po kami nabalitaan ko sa aking anak na meron po siyang kasamahan na pinalayas ng magulang dahil siya ay nalamang naborn again sa victory. These are the part of the price that we pay as we serve the Lord. Yung ayaw mong makipag-compromise doon sa deal dahil alam mo mayroong pandaraya. Ayaw mo because ikaw ay kristyano. Okay? So, ang tendency is malus mo yung transaction. That's part of the cross that you carry because you would like to please God in your life. Amen. Marami po yan sa buhay ho natin. And darating po yung sandali na tayo ay matututong magbayad ng presyo para makita natin kung sino talaga ang mas mahal natin, ang Diyos ba, o yung mga bagay na tinatangkilik natin sa buhay na ito. Maraming iba sa iyo sinasabi, Pastor, itong asawa ko, itong cross ko eh. Sa kabila ng pananalangin mo, paglilingkod mo sa Panginoon, pero siya talagang ayaw eh. Let's continue to carry those cross and do not stop following Jesus. Dahil kapag ka nakita ng Panginoon at na-test yung ating pananampalataya, God will put things in order in our lives. Amen. Romans 14.8 says, if, For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. And the Bible says in Matthew 10, 38, 
And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Now, doon po sa mga susunod na mga verses, 28 up to 30, and even up to 32, this only talks about paying the cost, counting the cost. Ano ibig sabihin? Just like this one. Okay? Yung magbibuild ng tower, you have to sit down and count the cost. Kaya mo bang tapusin? Now, as you are sitting down here, God would like us to reflect. Now that you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have to reflect. Are you willing to live a life that pleases God? Or would you still like to go to your life of sin, which is more convenient for some? You have to count the cost. Ano ba yung mga bagay na give up mo now that you are a believer of the Lord? Because alam mo na yung mga bagay na yun makakahad lang sa yung paglago. If you are into internet pornography, okay, you have to give that up. You may be enjoying that, but you have to give that up. You may be in an illegal relationship, no matter how you love the person. If the person is already married, you must learn how to give that up. Amen. There are sacrifices that you need to do. Why? Because that's part of the price that you pay in order to please God in your life. Because we live, we live to the Lord. If we die, we die to the Lord. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Amen. In Luke chapter 14, verse 33, akala kasi ho natin nawawalan tayo ng buhay eh. Sabi po ng verse 33, So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Again, this is not really so literal as it is. But God is just giving us a message in the strongest possible way that once we make Jesus Christ as our Lord, panindigan po natin yun. Let us always stand up for Jesus. Akala natin nawawalan tayo ng buhay? No. Because the message of God in Matthew 10.39 is this, Whoever finds life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And we say this lordship means our love for Jesus must be above all. Yun po yung pinaka-mensahe ng lahat ng verses na ating binasa ngayong araw na ito. Si Jesus, He gave His best for us. The Father gave His best. The Father gave the Son. And the Son gave His life on the cross. They demonstrated first what loyalty is all about. They demonstrated first what loving us is all about. The Lordship of Christ in us needs our response. And how do we respond? We respond by saying, Lord, let your will be done in my life. Lord, you are number one in my life. Lord, this life belongs to you. Let's bow down our head. I would like you to reflect right now as we are in the spirit of prayer. Ano yung mga bagay na hinihingi ng Panginoon sa'yo na dapat mong i-give up? You may be in a wrong relationship. It's hard to give that up. But if God is asking you to give that up, give it up. If you are living in sin right now, and God would like to take that away from you, so be it. If you are living in lies and deception, give it up, brother. Give it up, sister. Kung may negosyo ka na nagiging dahilan para masaktan mo lang ang puso ng Diyos, maybe an illegal business, 
or you may be compromising. It's up to you how you will demonstrate the Lordship of Christ in your life. The decision is yours. You have the free choice. Choose God, choose life. Whatever situation in you ngayon, I would like you to pray to God. At kung sa kauna-unahang pagkakataon, kayo po ay narito. O maaaring madalas na kayong dumadalo, pero alam niyo hindi niyo pa talaga lubusan binigay yung buhay niyo kay Jesus. Ito ang pagkakataong, hinihiling ko sa inyo, why don't we give our life to Jesus right now? Complete surrender. At kapatid, kung ikaw yun, handa kitang ipanalangin, taas mo lang ang iyong kamay, isang kaman nakaupo sa lugar na ito. Just lift up your hands. Thank you. Thank you for this hand. Thank you. Huwag po kayong maya. God can see you wherever you are. Just taas nyo lang po ang inyong kamay. Thank you for that hand. Ito yung oras para sa iyo. Salamat kapatid. Alam ng Diyos ang laman ng inyong puso. It's only through the Lordship of Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay at lahat magsuko ng kanilang buhay sa Panginoon. Pwede po ba kayong tumayo? Dang-dahan-dahan, kayo po ay aking papanalangin. Po kayo mahiya. Sige po, tayo lang po kayo. Thank you, Jesus. Taas lang po ninyo yung inyong kamay. Ito pong kamay nito is nagpapahiwatig ng surrender. Once you lift this up, you are saying, Lord, my life belongs to you. Sabay po kayo sa panalangin ito. Sabihin niyo, Panginoong Jesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Nananampalataya akong namatay ka sa krus at nabuhay na muli para sa aking kaligtasan. Salamat po, Panginoon, ang buhay kong ito ay para lang sa'yo. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in the Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.